Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Rangers Review Morning Briefing for Thursday, the 29th of December. It's the morning after uh, another Rangers victory last night. Uh, I'm joined by Johnny McFarlane to uh, mull over all the big talking points uh, from Ibrox. Uh, how are we doing, Johnny? Yes, not bad, Derek. I've got a young daughter, as everybody knows. I've talked about her before. Um, and she has a bit of a habit of not sleeping at the moment, um, which is playing havoc with my life. And uh, so I was up till about half past four, quarter to five last night before I got a wink of sleep. Um, so, yeah, feeling a little bit tender and tired, but here here regardless. Yeah, oh, I can only imagine. Um, right, let's talk Rangers. That's why uh, people are tuning in. Uh, just before we do that, you can see the little ticker below, folks. Uh, just a reminder of our Christmas offer we've got on the website just now. Uh, two fantastic deals on. Uh, the first one is uh, two months of coverage for just a pound. Uh, and we also have an annual uh, subscription offer where there is 25% off at the moment. So you can get uh, a full access to our website for a, a full calendar year for £26, uh, which is a really outstanding value. Just head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. And you can see the banner on your screen if you're watching us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. If you hit that subscribe, uh, you can join our many, many thousands of subscribers on YouTube um, and you'll never miss a video when we go live. Um, okay, uh, let's talk Rangers. Four wins out of four for Michael Beale last night. Delo uh, speaking to the, to the manager afterwards, he certainly felt that maybe um, Rangers were on the, the receiving end of a 3-0 loss, such as his demand for a better performance. I was a bit out of sorts, to say the least. Rangers uh, taking the lead uh, through Alfredo Morelos after a, a really fantastic delivery from Borna Barisic. Uh, he seems to have come back from that World Cup revitalised. Um, so he set up goal number one on 13 minutes. Uh, goal number two came from a set piece, no less. Again, Barisic, the provider, uh, Connor Golson, uh, connecting uh, from a corner uh, in Rangers on Easy Street, although some of the passing uh, left a lot to be desired. Uh, Rangers came out second half. They got that third goal, which was the, the pick of the bunch, uh, you could say, after a really great team move. Uh, ended with uh, Alfredo Morelos teeing it up for Malik Tillman, uh, who slotted into the far corner. That result aside, though, Johnny, uh, it's another sort of performance that, that, that won't do come Monday. That's for sure. That things have to improve, and uh, certainly the passing stakes. So many misplaced passes last night and what have you. Um, uh, the performance levels, certainly not where Michael Beale wants him at this moment in time. Yeah, this sums it up. It just sums it up, doesn't it? Um, Michael Beale came into the press conference last night, Derek, and uh, it was a different Michael Beale to the manager that we've seen in previous press conferences. He was, I wouldn't say angry, but it was clear he wasn't happy. He wasn't his jovial, usual self. And uh, I think he felt that Rangers had been sloppy, slack, he wasn't happy with the way that the team had performed in terms of their off-the-ball structure, and he made a point of, of suggesting that. It would have been easy for him to say that and then start picking out some individuals that performed well, because we know that there were some excellent performances. He thought Al Alfred Morelos was good. 
Malik Tillman was good, Alex Lowry was good, but he didn't do that. And I actually asked him specifically about Malik Tillman, who I thought was excellent throughout the game. And once again, he kind of didn't he, he didn't go mad in terms of giving him a, a, a big sell. He talked about how he can improve and what his base position potentially is going forwards. Um, I think it's safe to say Michael Beale's well aware of the task in hand. And last night was just another example of while Rangers are winning, there, there's there's plenty of work to do, Derek. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's there's no denying uh, that for sure. You're, you're right about Michael Beale. Um, not best pleased about the performance result wise. Uh, yes, of course, I don't think you could have asked for more. Arriving at the club, he needed those four wins, uh, and he did get them. Uh, he said last night, it's three points, a clean sheet. That was it, uh, but we were just disjointed again. It wasn't free-flowing. I wouldn't sit here and pull the wool over anyone's eyes. It wasn't what I wanted it to be. And he did say, if you said to me, we would take 12 points from these four games with a couple of clean sheets leading into the next game, I would have taken it. Uh, I would have liked it to be playing with a bit more rhythm, but it's another three points and a clean sheet. Um, he did say he needs to. Uh, we need to find the rhythm quickly. Uh, and need to be much better out of possession. Um, this game comes around on Monday. Oh, pretty sharpish, Johnny, before we know it. Um, Celtic steamrolling teams did so again last night, although uh, the Hibs defending was uh, comical, to say the least. Um, but listen, this is Ranger coming up against a good side on Monday. They need, they need a victory, and they need to improve big time. Yeah, it's going to be a big task. Let's dwell on the positives for a second. That's the second clean sheet in a row, Derek. Mm -hmm. It's the... I suppose it underlines the importance of having an established centre-back pairing. Ben Davies and Conor Goldson together look solid enough, and I've said before on this video that I feel that that is a, a good foundation for Rangers to build from. That's going to be really tested. There's no doubt about that. Motherwell, I thought, caused them some problems last night at times. And uh, you saw that Rangers weren't altogether comfortable, especially in that first 10, 15 minutes, with some of Motherwell's movement and the, the balls in behind and things like that. Against Celtic, they really, really will face a tidal wave of aggression and attacking prowess. And it's up to them to show that they are capable of standing up to it. Mm -hmm. I don't have fears about the Celtic game. I think it'll take care of itself. Ibrox will play a huge part. But there's no doubt, Derek, that they will have to be much, much better. Much better in terms of the use of the ball. Much better in terms of uh, making sure that they take their chances. Much more clinical. Because they won't have the same level of chances that they've had in some of these games. And big performances will be required from people in the spine of the team. So that will be Goldson, Lundstrom if he plays, Jack, Morelos if he's, if he's fit. And that, of course, is the, is the next question. If Morelos is not fit because he did come off, he did feel a tightness, what happens? What happens? Who's in? Yeah. Kemar Roos back, Antonio Cholak's back, but these guys are not match fit. They only need time to get up to speed, especially Roof, given the amount of time he's out. So that's an interesting one, and it's going to be, I think, a, 
a subject that will be under major consideration and scrutiny at uh, Murray Park over the coming days. Yeah, no, no, um, Park, the Rangers Training Centre. Sorry, I'm getting myself back to the nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, now, of course, uh, we love all the comments that come in uh, to the show. It's greatly appreciated, folks. The interaction. Uh, you can donate. Uh, this is something that, that, that I found out quite recently. Uh, if you want to put your point across, you want to donate to the channel. Uh, and someone has done just that, Johnny. Uh, Sadakar 7th Legion has got in touch. Uh, he says, uh, just woke hard night. Don't ask. Don't sub, but I shall give when I can. Monday uh, is a first goal game, I think. Uh, also, hey, Bears, uh, you especially, uh, Monty. Uh, well, good to have your company. And thank you very much for the donation. That is very kind of you, uh, buddy. Uh, a first goal game, I think. Yeah, I think what, what it means there is, Rangers really can't afford to go behind uh, in the game. Johnny has uh, did do so, of course, the last two games. There have been clean sheets. Uh, however, the matches against Hibs and Aberdeen, you don't want to be losing cheap goals early and, and, and uh, making yourself face a, a mountain to climb after that because cause Celtic are a, a level above these sort of teams. Yeah, and Celtic are also relentless when they smell blood. And if you lose that first goal, then... The danger is you lose a second and then a third. And we've seen Rangers lose goals against Celtic in these old firm games in quick succession against Ange Postacoglu's teams. Now, to be fair, this season, that's happened against a few teams. that happened in the Champions League a couple of times as well. And that speaks to perhaps um, a, 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 maybe a lack of um, fortitude in there, a lack of confidence. Michael Beals talked about that himself, that... Uh, he felt the dressing room was quite quiet, the mood was quite low when he came in. And he was asked last night, is that improving on the back of four four victories? And he wasn't exactly emphatic in his answer. He said that, you know, your any team should improve after four victories. That's that's a good result in any sport. Um I think the, the morale's a bit fragile, Derek, if I'm being honest. Yeah, it's been a it's been a difficult season. They've had a shellacking in the Champions League. It's there's been a bit of negativity around the club. Again, Deal talked about this last night about the need to to get the mood around the club up. And you, you worry if Celtic are are going to come out with the um, the all guns blazing approach if if Rangers don't stand up to that. What could happen? However. I don't, I don't think that will happen at Ibrox, Derek. Mm. I think it'll be a different game to these games that we've seen at Parkhead. I think Beal will get them bang up for this. And the other thing is as well, Gio, I've said before, I, I like Gio, I respect Gio as a coach. It, it didn't work out. But Beal gets his team so organised off the ball and so drilled, and he's got a few days now to get on that training pitch and really get them structurally robust. And I think you'll see that in the game. I, I suspect there won't be much in this game, and I suspect uh, the the commenter has got it spot on. You've taken it down, so I can't see the name, but... Um, yeah, first, first uh, sort of, so only goal game sort of thing. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. Um, yeah, yeah, that is no question. In fact, Malik Tillman uh, came out in the press conference uh, last night uh, as well. He's very confident uh, and confident mood. He's a uh, very confident guy, and, and why wouldn't you be? He's um, certainly 
hit the ground running since he's arrived at Rangers. It's hard to sort of easy to forget this is his first uh, full season in, in senior football but again made a bit of a difference uh, last night uh, as well uh, he talked about those Celtic games he says uh, if we reach a level uh, then we, we can win um, talking about uh, the match on Monday um, he said he wanted to end the year positively with a win uh, and he said that um, also in general try to win every single game and doing that in the last four games after the break is, is quite a good job and we need to keep looking forward uh, and doing the best we can. Um, it says, unfortunately, we lost the first game, talking about the, the Celtic match, and we have to do a way better job than we did in the first game. If we reach a level, I think we can beat them. And he also touched on the fans. He says, also in front of our fans, I think that we need them as well. If they do a good job, we're going to do a great job uh, as well. He was good against again last night, Johnny Malik Tillman. Um, I think he was talking last. He was asked about position he prefers. He says that he let it an eight or a ten. And Michael Beale did say he's trying. To, he's moving them around the football pitch at the moment, trying to find his best position. He could be key on Monday. Um, he really is a difference maker at times. Some of his close control is, is a joy to watch. Great to see him getting another goal last night as well. I thought he linked up well with Alfredo Morelos before he hobbled off injured. Uh, more on that later. But um, yeah, he's going to be a big player for Rangers on Monday. <clears throat> Absolutely, Derek. He has been terrific since Michael Beale came in. My big concern about Malik Tillman was always his off-the-ball work. Is he the guy that's going to put in the graft in the big games? Because there was no doubt that at times he's found wanting in that regard in the Champions League. But I've noticed since the new manager has arrived, there has been an improvement, a significant improvement on that front. He's always been pretty good at winning the ball in high areas, Derek. And, and again, you saw that in evidence last night. The few times he, he picked up the ball by turning over the possession with a good tackle. He's got those almost telescopic in, inspector gadget limbs, isn't he, that Joe Aribo had where he can yeah. scoop the ball out and away from someone. And he, and he very rarely loses it because he's such a big, physical, strong guy as well. So... He really does have a lot of attributes and, and, and I think he he can be a difference maker in so many games, especially against teams like Motherwell, with all respect to them, guys that are um, that are sitting in, a, in that low compact block. He'll have to get both sides of his game right if he's going to make a big impact against Celtic, though, Derek. He can't carry passengers. It yeah. has to be a full team. And yeah. that'll be the big test for Malik Tillman. Can he get on top of the defensive responsibilities that Beale's going to give him. I noticed last night, it was actually my question, I asked Michael Beale about Malik Tillman and, 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 and how good he is on and off the ball and how good he was last night on and off the ball. And um, Michael Beale said he thinks his best position is is the number eight, despite the fact that I think many of us thought he would, he would be considered more of a 10. And Beale said, yeah. you know, some people will, will want him as a 10, but he needs to get the defensive responsibilities um, right in the eight, as well as getting up and down the pitch and creating. So it'll be a, an interesting one seeing how Beal lines up, and that'll tell us a lot about how he views the game. I, I mean, I suspect truly that 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 obviously, while a, a win would be a terrific result, Derek, I think um, a draw would also be a reasonable result um, given where the team have been. Um, and it would give it would allow Beal a platform, but here's the thing: this is Rangers. They're nine points behind. 
and the league isn't done yet. If they can win, it's six points and it's game on. So what a start that would be for Michael Beale to go five from five and having beaten Celtic as well. It, it kind of changes everything. Yes. Um, so if they can pull it off, it would yeah. be absolutely huge. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Duff says if we're passing as slack as it was last night, we're in for a, a long day on Monday. Uh, and our good friend um, uh, Sadikar has got back in touch. Uh, hi, buddy, says we need to hit them fast and hard. I'm so nervous. Oh, don't be nervous. That's the battle fever kicking in uh, <laughs> a few days early, uh, Sadikar. <laughs> um, but that's that's what the, the old firm does, of course. And um, let's get to one or two comments that, that are coming in here. Uh, Andrew Webster gets in touch. Morning, Andrew. Uh, what is up with Tav? He was dreadful. Well, he was taken off by Michael Beale. Um, he did mention, uh, I'm not sure, too sure what, who, who he said to, but he said that he is still recovering from, uh, there was a bit of sickness that, that, that was uh, in the squad, of course. Um, he has been carrying niggles, I'm led to believe as well. So they got, they got an opportunity last night to uh, bring him off, give him a little bit of a rest and bring on Adam Devine. Uh, but it's, he's, it's clear he's not 100%, Johnny. Yeah, no, and Michael Beale said that after the game, Derek, just exactly what you said, that he's uh, he's been carrying a bug um, alongside, I think, various little niggles, and, and that's why the plan was always there to bring Aaron Devine on, give him some minutes and offload Tavernier ahead of what is going to be a huge game. He's not had a great couple of months, but he's played through the pain barrier, and let me tell you, um, you would have missed him when he was gone. It's like Connor Goldson, he gets a lot of criticism. Mm. But the minute he was taken out of the team, you really did notice it. And I think even a half-fit or or ill-performing James Tavernier, you would notice his absence because he is a leader on the pitch and, and leads by example. And he gives you that outlet on the right-hand side. Now, Adam Devine, I think it's done really, really well, Derek. And I think now you have an opportunity when Tavernier isn't playing well or isn't fit for whatever reason, Michael Beale can confidently slot Adam Devine in there and see a Tavernier have a rest. And that's what I hope happens in future as part of a, a longer-term process to bed Adam Devine in as the answer in the years ahead. Similar to what Rangers were already doing when Nathan Patterson was there. That's, yeah. I think, got to be the plan. Um, because James Tavernier, at the age he's at now, I think, is he just turned 31, Derek? Um, um, or he's, he's approaching 31 yeah. um, he's there or thereabouts but at the age he is he's not going to be able to uh, be expected surely to play 50 to 60 games a season um, when he's in the sort of twilight of his career in the last four, five, six years I think it would be better, much better to give him 35 to 40 games and slowly reduce that season by season allowing the youngster to, to, to take over essentially in the years ahead and Tavernier to take a different type of role. I, personally, Derek, I've always felt, and I'd be interested to hear what people think about this, that James Tavernier has a lot of similar qualities to Kyle Walker at Manchester City. Now, he's not yeah. obviously anywhere near as good a player as Kyle Walker, but I'm talking about um, in context. He's very quick. He's not a wee guy. Um, he's physically strong. He's good one-on-one -on -one defending. And therefore, I think he would be quite good on the right of a back three. And I wonder if in the years ahead, Derek, that, that Tavernier could find 
that as a kind of new position to give him another string to his bow. I, I would really like to see how he how he did in that position. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I want to see him up front. He has said in press conferences before he wants a shot up there. I just want to see it as an experiment to see what it's like. I'm sure he's 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 played up front in training, but I just uh, yeah, it's something I would like to see at one point. But whether we see that or not remains to be seen. Can right, I, can I just to... address someone? I'm getting absolute pelters by a guy called yep. Big Harry Cock. Um, <laughs> Uh, Johnny makes ludicrous statements well that's been said to me a few times Tav can't defend and Kyle Walker can I beg to differ Harry this is a, a, a total misnomer this thing Tav can't defend it's it's rubbish honestly it's nonsense he's not a, a Dave McPherson style right back obviously but Tavernier 1v1 defending is good He not many people get the better of James Tavernier not many people drift past him. Now, it's happened a few times recently because he's not been at his best. He's not been at, on his best form. But James Tavernier, I don't think you should have any doubts about his quality when it comes to the defensive side of the game, especially in 1v1s. The thing is that the game's changed and fullbacks are pushing up. So space is, is left. That's not the fullback's fault. That's a managerial decision to push them up. James Tavernier can't be in five different places at once. He's been told to push up. That's part of the system. And, and any manager that asks him to do that knows there's going to be space in behind. Yeah. Um, and as for the, the Kyle Walker thing, um, <laughs> I'm not saying he's as good as Kyle Walker. I'm saying Kyle Walker's a right-back who became a right-centre-back and Tavernier can take, I think, that, that step because the skill set that they have on in context can be adapted in the same way. Yeah. Uh, Scott's saying too much eggnog, uh, Johnny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I like this programme because it's, it's educational as well as talking about Rangers, of course. John Dooley gets in touch. He says, uh, cock is the German noun for chef, by the way. So there you go. Uh, every day is a school day. Um, just before we, we wrap up, I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, Alfredo Morelos, Johnny. Um, yes. Not a, a, a good sight, seeing him hobbling off. We know it's a sort of hamstring he felt his hamstring, he came off. Uh, let's hope it's precautionary. Uh, slightly worrying, however, because uh, Rangers uh, don't have, aren't uh, blessed with an array of options there. I know Michael Beale did touch on that Michael Beale, sorry, Michael Beale, uh, Kamar Roof and, and Antonio Cholak were, were training. He didn't want to risk them last night. However, they haven't played much football recently. Fashion Sakala is the only real uh, player that could come in there. Um, I think it's everyone just hoping that Alfredo is fit enough to start on Monday because, uh, yeah, Rangers will be uh, struggling up top if, if he's not um, fit and available. Yeah, look, I think we all know, anyone who's watched Rangers in the last five years knows how important Alfredo Morelos is. If he's right, if he's fit and firing, Rangers are a completely different team. There's a yeah. total dimension change about the way they play because you've got a guy who can come short and lay off, his link-up plays good. But he also bullies defenders, Derek. He causes havoc. He causes chaos. So having a guy like that who's on point, and, and, and one of the things about Morelos last night, he was back to... I would, he physically doesn't look back to his best, Derek, and I think that's going to take a bit of time because he's one of these players that needs games. Yeah. But he was back to doing the whole slightly nasty edge to his game. Yeah. I think yep. that the sort of... The, the, the parlance around it now is sort of shithousery. 
And there was there was loads of that going on last night. He was involved in physical tussles. He, he was back to basically the, the Alfredo Morelos that we know gets the best out of Scottish games, basically. He was doing a lot of hanging about behind Liam Kelly whenever he got the ball. I don't know if this was clear on the television pictures. Every time Liam Kelly got the ball, Alfredo Morelos would ghost around behind him. He'd clearly been told that Kelly rolls the ball out and likes to kick it, and he yeah. wanted to do one of these nicking and taking. But Kelly was wise to it. He said, I think he noticed it the first time, and then he kept looking for it afterwards. Um, but that's the kind of over and above thing for, for Morelos to do, Derek. Do you know, it's not like something that he would do. He, there's oftentimes when you look at Alfred and Morelos and he looks like he's perhaps not given. 110% when he's not when he's not at it. Um, but that's the kind of stuff you're doing when you're doing the extra. So I think it's really important that they get him because to me, he looks like he's as bagpiping as saying, looking more like himself, looking like he's happy, looking like yeah. he wants to play for this manager. Yeah. And uh, that that's, that's important. Against Celtic, I'm still a believer that Carl Starfeld can be got at. I know there's a lot of people who think Carl Starfeld is 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 one of the better defenders in the league. Um and I think alongside him, Carter Vickers is, is pretty decent. But Starfeld to me, he's the one that you can you can get some joy out of. And, and I think Merelos against him is a is a good matchup. So whether or not he's fit, I think it's it's going to be key. If you're throwing in Kmar Roof. Or uh, Antonio Cholak after a period out like that, that's going to be a big ask for them. And I think Cholak anyway. In terms of the old firm game, we know he's a finisher. We know he's a penalty box player. He's not necessarily the guy that's going to get involved in lots of plays. So I, I would prefer certainly Morelos and then probably Roof over yeah. over Cholak in this game, just because he doesn't get as involved as as you would perhaps like. Yeah. But we'll get an update, of course, when the press conference takes place tomorrow afternoon, ahead of that game on Monday. Okay, folks, that'll do us there. Thanks to everyone for getting in touch with the programme as ever. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, just a reminder of our Christmas offer, just uh, £1 for two months' worth of content or £26 for a uh, whole year, which is 25% off. Head over to rangersreview.co.uk forward slash subscribe for all the details. Um, we'll be back again tomorrow morning, um, but until then, enjoy the rest of of your Thursday. Bye for now. I'm off for another Christmas sherry, Derek. <laughs> On that note, ta for now. Bye now. <laughs>